We say a one for the trouble, two for the time. Uh, come on, y'all, let's... Now it's time for the morning coffee with my daddy, the motivator, Jazzy G, on Power Me Up Radio, talk 24-7. Good morning, good morning, good morning, my soul motivators. Welcome to another exciting episode of The Morning Coffee with yours truly, your morning man, The Motivator Jazzy G. Here on Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7, the station with heart on iHeart. Today, beloveds, is Thrilling Thursday. That's right, today is Thrilling Thursday. Shout out to the man on the board, makes it all happen, my super producer, DJ Nelson the Maestro. Now today, beloveds, I'm going to play an excerpt by the one and only, the Bishop T.D. Jakes. And he's talking about something that I know is going to help you with your time management. Now you know, beloveds, I talk about time management all the time. You know what I'm saying? You know I have a coach for that, Coach Kandeka Green. She's been on the show before, and she talked to you about that. She's a super mompreneur and doing her thing, all right? So, really, she helped me a lot with clarity and getting my time together and putting it in the right box and time and blocking things out, putting where your perspectives, where perspectives need to be. Now, that's one of the key sources to time management because, you know, you can't manage really time. You manage yourself People is what is managed, not time, right? That's why they say time is of the essence, right? And again, when time passes, you can't get that time back. So you have to make it effective. One of the things that the bishop is talking about in this excerpt that really hit home with me is that either you're being busy or you're being effective, right? Are you being busy or are you being effective with your time? Now, that hit home with me because in my present situation, you know, being a widower or a single person now. So, you know, saying that single dad, single grandfather type of thing. And now my, my, my granddaughter is staying with me for the summer before she go off to college this coming August, which is a great thing. At the same time, I have to put things in perspective with my time now. Before, it was a lot of things that my wife and I did together. She had her expertise, I had mine. And as a team, we worked together as a yin and a yang. Now those things, is on me, okay? And I'm learning, you know, how hard certain things were, which is cool because I always, you know, I always gave credit where credit is due. I always let my wife know, hey, man, I, I never took for granted how hard she worked and, and keeping... Uh, her end of the household and doing what she does and she is the hardest working person I know that's why I always tell you guys my wife is the strongest person I know to go through what she was going through and still handling the household you know what I'm saying and and keeping me in line (laughs) that's a hard thing to do (laughs) you know what I'm saying but I always gave my wife props for that but now it's on me so sometimes in situations like like mine You try to stay busy, but busy is not being effective. You understand? So are you being busy or are you being effective with your time? Okay? Are you doing the things that you just 
need have to do over the things that are needed to do. All right, things that are called upon you are things that are must do of you. And there's a difference in them all, right? Again, time is precious. All right, we always say, you know, you hear people time and time again say, you know, time is money. Time is money. But the truth of the matter is, time isn't money. Time is precious. Okay? So when it comes to earning money, when it comes to earning money, it has to, time has to be looked upon as precious and of the essence you're using it to work for you and not against you. Now, the majority of people we know, we trade our time for money, right? We punch in, punch out, right? That's trading our time for money, okay? Now, in, in a lot of cases, that can drive you, you know, that can drive you up the wall. That can wear you down and wear you out. And we all know that, you know? We get to the point where we all just looking at this, can't wait till I retire. I just can't wait till, you know, oh my God, it's okay, wait to get away from this place. That's because the, the, the trading time for money is not working for you. It's just not. So if you understand that time is precious and you can't get that back, all the other things that, you know, the, the material things in life, you can always get that back. Anything from, you know, your, any of your, your material possessions, you can get that back. And the bishop talks about that in this excerpt. So I'm going to play this. And I want you to take notes because he's hitting hard. He's he has some Jews in there, and uh, he's he's hitting hard on this one, y'all. So I want you to just sit back, relax. If you can't write these notes down, hey, check it out later on on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts, and just check it out and take notes. But if you can't take notes now, take the notes now, beloveds, because I'm telling you, he's hitting hard, and this is going to help you. This is definitely going to help you. So without further ado, I'm going to play for you the one, the only, the Bishop T.D. Jakes here on Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7, the station with heart on iHeart. We do have a purpose. We may not be perfect people. We may not have perfect situations, but we are still significant nonetheless. And we have been blessed with a rich body of emotions. We have emotions. We're not like roses or plants or bushes that have life without feeling. We have feelings. And when we use them properly, they are very effective in motivating you toward your destiny. I want you to be clear and understanding that purpose and passion are interconnected. Unfortunately, we live in a crazy world that we're busy all the time and everything fast, 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 and we are losing touch with who we are, our inner sense of passion. But it is your passion that empowers you to be able to do that thing you were created to do. We have passion through which we thrust into the throes of life to accomplish the things that we were created to do so that we can function at a higher dimension with authority and with conviction. You need passion to withstand all the obstacles that go along with your purpose. Just because you're living on purpose doesn't mean you're going to have problems. You're going to need thrust to be able to get up off the ground and to step into the field of your dreams. Even if you have not landed on the thing, at least get in the territory of the thing you are dreaming to do and that you hope to accomplish to do. And through that passion, 
you're able to ignite things you have never ignited before. I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. You're saying, I don't feel a thing. All of us go through times that we don't feel anything at all. But in order to ignite passion again, you have to be exposed. Get out of the boat, Peter. Walk on the water. Go do something you've never done before. Get involved. Get connected. Because when you are exposed, you see that there are more options than your contemporary situation at any age. That's the good news about it. You don't have to be cute. You don't have to be pretty. You don't have to be a size three. You don't have to be a blonde or brunette. You don't have to be 20 or 50. At any age, you can still ignite your purpose through finding your passion. That's good news. What then, what then do we do with the lulls in life? The dark shadows in life. We all have them. The secret pains and burdens that we have in life. Are, are they in fact distractions from our purpose? Absolutely not. I have never seen anybody who did extraordinary feats that didn't have extraordinary issues. It is the passion that gives you the power you need, but it is the pain from which you have the conviction about it. If you had not been through some pains, you would not have the burning to do what you do. I believe that children are like arrows. They need to be directed. You aim them at the thing you want them to hit, but you don't push an arrow. You pull it away from it, and it is the digression that causes the progression. If your life has been tough and it's been hard and you had to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and your childhood wasn't so good, guess what? That was just the arrow being pulled back so that when you are released, you can trust after the thing you're after. So you don't have to grieve over what you didn't get and what didn't happen and how you were treated and who didn't raise you and who didn't love you. You don't have to grieve about it at all. Once you understand the greater the digression, the stronger the progression. If Nelson Mandela had not been incarcerated, had not been mistreated, had not been ostracized, he would not have the passion to do what he does. If Oprah Winfrey had not gone through the things that she had gone through, she would not be so committed to making sure that everybody finds their purpose and finds their dream and everybody gets healed and everybody's okay. I'm telling you, what you think is working against you is actually working for you. My challenge in our generation is that gradually through entertainment, through television, through media, through every way possible, we are living in a generation of the dumbing down of ideas. Because we have traded effectiveness for busyness. Statistics say we are busier than any other generation we have seen in the last three to four hundred years. We are so busy. We are, we are busier than a wall, than a one-armed wallpaper hanger. We're just busy. We are just as busy as we can be. And we think because we're busy, we're effective. But I want you to challenge your schedule for a minute and ask yourself, are you, are you really being effective? Or is your life cluttered with all kinds of stuff that demands you and drains you and taxes you and stops you from being your highest and best self? And are you substituting 
busyness and all the chaos that goes along with busyness from being effective. Let me tell you, a bunch of scientists got together. They began to do some research and they began to determine that 80% of the things we do are busy things that we do in an area that is not effective. That the average person only spends 20% of their time doing the thing that they are really gifted at, created at, passionate about, excited to do. And the rest of it is all the dismal, dumb stuff that we all have to do in order to survive. Just crazy stuff that we're doing. Wonder what would happen if we would go from doing 80% of things that are busy but not effective and 20% of the things that are really effective if we would switch those numbers around and only give 20% of our time to the things that we have to do and 80% of our time to the thing that we were created to do. Wonder what would happen to your life. Now think about it a minute. I, there's a lot of things you could take from me and I could make it. You could take my suit. I got another one. You could take my car. I could get another one. You could take my house. I could get another house. Uh, but when you take my time, you have taken something from me that is totally irreplaceable. We take all kind of classes for money management. We, we know how to manage our money. We know how to repair our houses. We're working on our hair and our bodies and all of this kind of stuff. We do everything except the most important thing is to value our time. It takes time to be creative. You were meant to be creative. You were created in the likeness and the image of a creator. And in that likeness and in that image, you have creativity. If you had time, you would be creative. But in the absence of time and with busyness and clutter and beep, beep, the phone, beep, 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 y'all got music playing on your phone, all kinds of stuff. And no matter what kind of song you put on it after a while, you hate to hear it because every time you hear that sound, you know it's somebody else wanting something else from you that's taking you away from what you are gifted and creative to do. This is a life class. That means that we have an opportunity to learn how to maximize our lives. Think of the things that you're doing that somebody else could be doing. And think of yourself as a precious commodity that you are going to reserve your energy for your highest and best use. The first thing we teach people that understand their significance, if you are doing anything that somebody else in your life could do, you are not reserving yourself for your highest and best use. We are not using our life, our time, our energy for our highest and best use. And something in the back of this brain back here is going ding, 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 ding. You're missing it. You're missing your life, your purpose, your passion, your excitement, your enthusiasm. And through these classes, what we want to do is shake you and rattle you and stir you up to understand that every moment is a gift, every second is a gift, every thought is a gift, every idea is a gift, every opportunity is a gift, everybody you meet is a gift. You are gifted with opportunities and I want to show you how to begin to maximize what you've got. People will define you by how they met you. Whether it may be girlfriend, mother, banker, whatever it is, they, if they define you right there. They put a period. But if you have the capacity to do more, turn that period into a comma. 
I, I tell people, don't let people put a period where God has put a comma. Explore all of your life, no matter how diverse it is. There are some people who have more capacity and they can handle more things. And there are other people who have to focus on one thing and do one thing well. You have to determine which one you are and be that. A lot of people don't know how to get a, get over the past. They don't know how to forgive. They confuse forgiving with forgetting. You don't have to forget it to forgive it. They need to also realize that forgiveness is a gift you give yourself. It does not exonerate the perpetrator. It doesn't mean that they weren't wrong. It just means that I'm not going to be tied to what they did the rest of my life. You're listening to Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7, the station with heart on iHeart. Now, Soul Motivators, Soul Motivators, I know you felt that one, right? I know the bishop hit it hard on you right there, right? Did you take notes? <laughs> Did you take notes? Because I know you was picking up what the bishop was putting down right there. That right there, like I said, that hit home for me. That hit home for me because one of the things I struggle with the most, and I tell y'all this all the time, is my time management. And actually putting things in perspective. Having the coach that I have in Kadeka Green helps me tremendously. But there's times where I go off the rail, I got to get put right back on. There's things that happen. So I got to take the formulas that, you know, was put together, you know, the strategies and all and, and protocols and put them in perspective, make them work. And that's what you have to do in those situations because it would happen to you over and over again. Because again, one of the things that the bishop put, uh, uh, brought up was that, you know, we'd, we're not thinking that, you know, we worthy of certain things. And when you don't think you're worthy of something, you would, you know, you would go off, off the deep end. You know what I'm saying? And, and so many of us suffer from that imposter syndrome and that fear factor. Where that imposter syndrome come from is a fear factor. And it's one of the things that fear brings along. Like I tell you all, fear brings company, okay? Fear is gonna bring doubt. It's gonna bring despair. It's gonna, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna make you self-conscious. Even overthink things, you know, things that you know you're good at. It's going to have you worrying about that anxiousness that come come about that anxiety that comes because you're worrying about the future. OK, then there's regret because you're worried about the past. OK, and you can't do much about the past, but change your present situation. If you want to fix your past, you change your present situation. That's how you fix that. You don't worry about the future. You just change your present situation by shifting. Okay, shifting, you're shifting this, your state of existence along with, you know, that story you always tell yourself. And then that you, you come with a strategy that help you make that shift. It's the mind shift. Okay, the heart shift. Then everything else follow. Okay, because again, our emotions and our emotions are attached to one another. Okay, so we get caught up in that. We easily get caught up in that. And, and, and we see the connections all the time. You can always tell with someone where their emotions and, and their emotion and emotions are attached. Okay? Right? When we when we when we happy, what we do? We 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 smile or we laugh, right? A, a, a giggle or grin. Okay? When we sad, we we frown. 
or we may have an angry face when we mad. Those are the things because our emotions, our emotions and emotions are caught, you know, are, are, are connected. They're in connect, in, interconnection with one another. But if you allow yourself room, and this is one of the things that is the hardest thing to do, beloveds. And, and let me let me give you this tidbit. If you allow yourself enough room to be human, <laughs> I'm going to say that to you again. Allow yourself enough room to be human. Okay? We all have superpowers, and that's great that we have superpowers, but we have to be human at the same time. Okay, because there are going to be situations in our lives, things that are going to come up in our lives that's going to set us back a bit. But if you allow yourself to be human about it, all right, allow yourself to go through those emotions. Okay, allow it. Once you allow it, then you'll understand it. Now you can come up, like I said, now you can make the shift, you can make the change. Okay, so you won't be stuck. See, being stuck. You know what I'm saying? The paralyzation of being stuck is because you're just stuck in your emotions. Once you're stuck in your emotions, you, 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 you feel that there's no way out. Because now you just told yourself your mind, you just told your mind, oh, there's no way out. This is how it is. This is just me. But that's not true. What you have to do is once you make that, once you have an understanding, then the shift can be made. Okay? It can be made because now your mind and your and your and your spirit now has made the shift. So it's your mind and your heart working together. When your mind and your heart is not working together, then you you kind of disarray. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like like you know Jim Rohn talked about it. You know uh, he he talked about it in, in in the Tuesday excerpt. He was he was saying how you know you have a, the business CEO guy that you know he don't have his his home life together. But he's trying to run things in his business life and can't figure out why it's not it's not being complete. It's not being complete because he's not having his mind and his and his heart in the same place. And you gotta have them running in conjunction with one another. And it works the same way when you running when you're working with your time management. Okay? So you have to run with not only just with your your resources, but your source. Your source and your resources. It's not it's not so much to, to have resources, but you also have to be resourceful, beloveds. You have to be resourceful. And in that being resourceful, you also have to be accountable. All right? Accountability is what's going to help you move forward. Because that's the name of the game, moving forward. And the only way you're going to move forward is by being accountable for any of your actions. That's why it starts with faith, then action, change. Then you, you, you stand in your truth. Because once you, have, you stand in your truth, you have the understanding. Then you can be of service. You can't be of service to anything if you're not going through the protocol of faith, action, change, and truth. Because just being of service is not going to be good enough. Because now you're gonna look, you're gonna look for what appreciation is, is uh, what expectations is put upon that service, and when things does happen in your life, now you're in a spiral, uh, you're in that 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 whirlwind spiral, and then it looks like it starts spinning out of control. Once it looks like it's spinning out of control, what happens? You're out of control. 
All right. Just as being paralyzed when you stuck somewhere, you, you're actually paralyzed. It's just like with with uh, Winston Churchill said, when you're going through hell, keep going. And the reason why he says that is because if you're in hell and that's that's the state of your existence going through hell, if you stay there, you know what happens, beloved? You start raising hell. And we wonder why people that, that act a fool and raise in hell all the time is because they stuck. That's what it is. You're stuck. So you, you're in hell. So instead of just keep moving forward through it, you're stuck. So now you're just going to raise hell and make hell. And it's like the saying, you know, hurt people hurt people. But you got to understand that you're hurting and now comes the healing. So you got to step into that why. Your why. What hurt you would heal you. It's the crisis, then the healing. But you have to, you have to, every problem has a solution. There's a solution for every problem. <laughs> you got, see how that goes, beloveds? That's exactly how it goes. So I'm going to get out of here. And because uh, it's, that, it's that time, every good thing comes to an end. We're going to take our deep breaths and uh, say our uh, affirmation protection prayer. And uh, so we can start our day off right here on this thrilling Thursday on Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7. All right. So, beloveds, what I want you to do is uh, we're going to take our deep breaths. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend it, extend it. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend it, extend it. One more time, beloveds. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend it, extend it. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. That is your affirmation protection prayer for the day, beloveds. You take that with you no matter where you go today. Man, be work, school, or play. <laughs> All right? Remember, I love each and every one of you. It's not a damn thing you can do about it. So me and Nelson going to get on out of here, have some fun today on this thrilling Thursday. It's a beautiful day. So I hope it's beautiful each and every one of you. All right? Go out there and make somebody day bright. All right? Make somebody day bright. I guarantee you, your day will be just as brighter. All right? Don't you touch that down, because coming up next is Raven the Talk Show Maven, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. I love you. Peace. Yeah. <laughs>